T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. And yes, indeed, Adrian gets the call to the hall. What is your singular favorite all-time Beltre moment. And you know what? When Adrian married me. Maybe, no, Adrian Beltre. Oh. Maybe some people will be like, it was his first hit. It was his first home run, like that stupid CBS list. Or maybe you have a totally different set of opinions, but kind of, especially for the Rangers, this is a fairly historic election. Only the third Rangers player to ever get in on the first ballot and only the ninth player to ever wear a Rangers jersey to get into the Hall of Fame. And the tough one is, yes, Nolan is one of those three, but yeah. we, I mean, his his dominance was with the California Angels right. and, and mostly, you know, some Houston Astros. Obviously, I don't want to take any, he was awesome for a lot of his career, but when he was completely and totally dominant, was on the worst team in baseball, yes. the California Angels. Not now, they kind of are, but there's the Oakland Athletics. But I look at it and go, <laughs> Kind of the second. I'm not trying to take anything away from Nolan Ryan. And I, I know that Beltre played for other teams, too. He played for three other teams before he came to the Texas Rangers. But it is really special. I know the Rangers are very excited, like the organization, on July 21st to celebrate it. I remember when Pudge is the other. When Pudge went into the Hall of Fame, John Radigan flew up there with them and kind of spent the four or five days covering the whole event for the Texas Rangers. So it is really cool. Can I lead a little bit here, Kevin? Sure. I would like to go to cut eight. I think this is Adrian Beltre at home in California getting the call yesterday. Cooperstown, New York. <laughs> He's so calm. You ready? Yeah. Answer it. John, no, I'm going to leave. Go to the Answer it. Yes, <laughs> Hello. Hello, may I speak with Adrian Beltre, please? Yes, sir. This is him. Adrian, this is Jack O'Connell, the baseball. Calling you from the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. Your new second home. The baseball writers have elected you to the Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Oh, it's official. He's pumped, Corey! Now it's official. Hey, it must be awesome when you're sitting next to the phone and you're just like, just waiting for the phone call. I yeah. don't know what time it's coming, but I know it's coming. Like somewhere in this thirty-minute range, I was just like, "How about the other guys, on. like Todd Helton and Joe Mauer?" Not that we have those on our run sheet, but they're probably like, "I don't know." Like I just don't know. And Todd Helton's been on the ballot for a little bit now, and it's just I, that must be a really calming feeling. You're just sitting there with your family, like, "Yeah, let all the cameras in." I know. Like it's it's easy. This is easy for me. I'm just waiting for the phone call. So not that that's my favorite moment of Adrian Beltre, but I was just kind of smiling, laughing, going, how, how easy is this for him? And you think of Gary Sheffield and Billy Wagner and how heartbreaking it was that they never got the phone call and they yeah. didn't want cameras in their house. That's why they're like, no, cause it's, 
it's borderline I make it and I do not want remember Drew Pearson you do yep. not want that moment caught on camera your heart kind of sinking and dropping that you didn't make it and for Billy Wagner four votes short and so I don't want to get to Billy Wagner. This is Adrian Beltre's moment. But I just thought how calming and easy was that phone call for him? Yeah. I mean, he let it ring. I just- <laughs> he said, should we let it go to voicemail, which would be amazing. Hey, this is Cooperstown. Just wanted to let you know that you made the Baseball Hall of Fame. Call us think- back. Yeah. And, you know, we'll leave our number. Do you think they called up Billy Wagner and said, hey, Billy, you didn't make four it. votes short? That feels rude to call him I knowing think, that the call comes if you Sometimes make it. don't you want the call to say you didn't make it? Instead of like it never rings, you're like, are they done calling? Should I wait another 10 minutes here and see? Or Yeah, that is. And I mean, we've talked to a number of guys who've been waiting for the, the knock on the door from, yeah. the, from the NFL Hall of Fame. And they're waiting. And then like, how long do you wait? And I guess you're just there overnight. And now it's time to go home. <laughs> I'm not going home yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe they'll something get me in the happened, morning on the way out or knocking. something like that. Uh, Kevin, my favorite moment is easily the time where he threatened to hit you in the junk with a baseball bat. Mm. And right. it, it wasn't even a threat. He just said, I will do that. Uh, but and like that's easily it. But it's all the it's all whose the, fault was that? Mine. Yeah, okay. I parked in. I, well, well, hold on. It was your fault. You said the Rangers wouldn't even make the playoffs that year. And then they did. And Man, so I'll take joint fault. Yeah. Guys. And so then we, we said you said that Prince Fielder could hit you in the junk with a wiffle ball bat. Yep. Beltre happened to hear us discussing that. Actually, I think we asked him about it. Yep. And then the next day when I parked in his parking spot, he was like, uh, hey, did you get hit in the junk yet? And I was like, no, he hasn't gotten hit yet. And he goes, I can make that happen right now. And he went and got a bat out of a barrel over An in the actual bat and said, let's go outside. And it, it was going to be a blast. But dude, he said was, one more thing as part of that because we said, "Well, it's a little complicated," and he goes, "No, it's not complicated at all." <laughs> and then he goes, "We can get it done right now." And like he didn't go towards the bats; he pulled a bat out. And I thought, "Oh no, sorry, Brandon, you're never gonna have a brother or a sister." And now we have Noah. Thanks, to Adrian Beltre, for holding Thank back you for sparing. and letting Colby. Why did Colby you call hit. him Adrian? If Adrian helped you have a baby, if Adrian Beltre oh, helped you have a yeah, baby, a why question, wouldn't Mike. you call Noah Adrian? Yeah. Or at least middle name him Adrian. You know what? That is a quality question. The, I don't know. But but seriously, the I think my favorite like on-field stuff was the Felix Hernandez, the Miguel Cabrera stuff. Guys that he had fun competitions with. That was my favorite that was my favorite stuff to see was he was, it reminded me, and I know this is dumb, it reminded me of my uncles playing softball. Every dude on the opposing team, they knew. They knew everybody on the field. It, you walk into the complex, they knew everybody, and everybody knew them, and it just reminded me of my uncles and how much fun they had playing the game together. So, I love what you're talking about. I was driving back home last night, and Michael Young was on the fan with Jared Sandler talking yes. about Adrian Beltre. And Michael Young brought up the joy and fun that he played with, but there was a line that he could stay at and still be a great player. And, you know, Michael Young put it great. And this is how I've always tried to tell people when Beltre was playing. He can do that. You can't. You're going to lose focus and concentration in this game goofing off, and it's going to cost us. The team is going to lose or have a big moment that you're not going to be ready for because you're goofing off too much. Somehow Beltre, because think about it. Who else plays the game like Beltre with that much kind of, 
I don't want to say joy. Guys are playing it with joy, but kind of goofing off, faking right. like he's catching a fly right. ball, running into the outfield on a rundown because he knows he's out. And he could do those things and then make a gold glove play at third base the next inning. Come up 30 minutes later with a runner on second, two outs in a tie game, and hit a double in the gap to take the lead. Most guys, Michael Young being one of them, you had to play the game with a focus and a seriousness that you were enjoying playing the game, but you couldn't let yourself go to where Adrian went because you couldn't stay in the moment doing what Adrian did. And that's what made him so unique. And you don't see that from anybody in today's game. And you don't really see that from anybody before him. He's very unique in that way that he could play the game with a joy and, and having fun and yet still be a premium player, as Michael Young put it last night. Guys that would goof off or try to goof off, like Beltre, you got mad at as a teammate right. going, we're trying to win a Major League Baseball game here. Look, there's a lot of different options. I'm going to fire off cut number two. I understand if this is what people say, mine is going to be like not anywhere near as important in the span of a game, but here's another amazing Beltre moment. 3-0, Beltre is swinging and he hits a high drive to deep center field. Going back is Brantley. He turns. He looks. That ball is history. It's on Greens Hill. It's number 400 for Adrian Beltre. Globe Life Park in Arlington is on its feet. The Rangers have a 3-2 lead, and Adrian is in the 400 club. So it could be that, 3,000 hit, home run of the World Series. Why 400 home runs? Uh, I think because he didn't get to 500. That was the that that meant, but then those things mean those milestones are the things that mean something to you. No, not I mean that's not my number. Oh, one. okay, my bad, my bad. No, no, I'm saying those are all great moments. Mine is a nonsensical moment of where the umpire told him he had to be in the circle, <laughs> and he said, "No problem, chief," and just pulled the circle back to where he wanted to be, and then got ejected. It was back in 2017. That that's my favorite Beltray moment because I think that goes along with the fun you were talking about versus the he wasn't jacking around. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. You could see, I, I just I just saw somebody has on Facebook. It's Nate Vaughn has a uh, a post and it's a highlight from the Rangers of all those moments uh, of him Hall of Fame level shenanigans is what uh, yeah. the Rangers posted. And that moment when you watch that, the umpire gives him the hey, just move it back. And Beltre, like, or, hey, just, you need to be there. And Beltre walks over there, and you can see the umpire kind of walking off. And then he sees him sliding it, and he gets back on it. He throws him out. And Beltre is like, he didn't see him throw him out. So he's just kind of still standing there that, that just, oh, I'm just still, what? And you can see the smirk on his face. You can see the smile yeah. of, it was just something fun. Why are you being so serious about this? So the moment for me is a different moment and it's not on a cut sheet because it was when his back locked up on him in 2016 in the playoffs and he can't even barely move and he still gets a big hit in the game he can barely make it to first and he can't run anymore and he still goes out to third base and Banny has to take him out of the game and I think he was crying when he came off the field just because he kind of knew I can't play in the rest of this play like you play 162 games to get to that moment to play in the do or die games and I just remember that moment on how much he battled through that back injury and how much pain not just physical pain but the the heartbreak pain that he was in that his body 
did that to him, if that makes sense. Yeah. And his, his back locks up on him in the playoffs, and he's trying so hard to contribute, and he still was able to. With a bad back, he can't even move. He found a way to get a hit and then tried so hard to go out to third base and play, but it just couldn't happen. And that's why he's in pretty rarefied air. I have to admit, I didn't know the number was this low. I know it's hard to get into the Baseball Hall of Fame, but Adrian Beltre and Joe Maurer, the 59th and 60th players ever to get into the Hall of Fame in their first year of eligibility. I believe it's 1%. If you make the major leagues, you have a 1% chance of being a Hall of Famer. And then just think first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's, it's even smaller. 0.2% chance, I'm going to assume, if you make the major leagues. Brooks Robinson, Mike Schmidt, George Brett, Paul Molitor, Wade Boggs, Chipper Jones. The only other third baseman to get in on their first attempt. Wow, so okay. you're talking about... So he's the 59th player ever to get in on the first ballot. He's only the 7th third baseman to get in on the first ballot. 95.1%. He's the 19th player ever to get 95% or more for Hall of Fame voting. I would love to interview the, is it 4.2%? You said 90. 4.9. 4.9. 95.1. 95.1. I thought it was, okay, so... I'd love to just ask them, not on the air, just, hey, so what did Beltre not do for you? Like, why is he not considered uh, the the 1% of Major League Baseball players? Why is he not considered yeah. one of the greatest third basemen of all time? That's a good question. Now, real quick, I wanted to see how y'all could do with this. He's the ninth player who's ever worn a Rangers uniform to get into the Hall of Fame. How many of the other eight can you name? Fergie Jenkins, Gaylord Perry... Uh, Pudge Rodriguez, Nolan Ryan, Adrian Belch. I guess he doesn't yeah. count because you're saying you got the other more. ones. Oh, man. Uh, Burt Blylevin. Correct. Wow. Look at my go. Um, Ted Williams doesn't count, does he, no. as a manager? Um, Harold Baines. Correct. Uh, Two more. One of these you're going to kick yourself if you don't get. That probably doesn't make it easier. No, I mean, I'm just, at this <laughs> point, I'm kind of drawing a blank on other guys. And probably when you say it, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, can you give me a position to just help since we're out of time? And He also likes to hit balls off the ground, off his knees. My guy. Vladimir Guerrero. Dang it. I'm sorry. That's one you should have known, Mike. Well, yeah. you should have said it. Oh, I thought this was a you game. You, you were say, doing so good. You say the other guy there. Oh. I'm forgetting. Um, you want to give a hint? Do you know who it is? Yes. Well, yes he Do has you remember list. watching him play? No. Did we ever watch him play? I don't think so. So he played in the 70s. Ted Williams. Al Oliver. Did we already say Ted Williams? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. He said no managers. Okay. I don't Bruce know. Gossage. Goose. Dang it, we the did Goose. see him play. He played in the late 80s for us. Yeah, I remember watching him. I don't. He was, he was with Nolan Ryan. Yeah. In fact, he played like early 90s. He was with okay. Nolan Ryan. I, I guess I do not remember that particularly well. But impressive, impressive, impressive across the board for Adrian Beltre. Congratulations. And a lot of those milestones you heard right here on 105.3 The Fan, which is also super, super cool. For the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, let's talk a little Stars, Red Wings, and is Rope properly appreciated? 
we'll do it next right here on the We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Fan. Pass for Wyatt Johnson. And behind Rope Hintz came in front. They couldn't clear and they score. Wow. Boy, Costin thought he had it cleared. He didn't. And the Dallas Stars have the lead 3-2. Two early goals in the middle stanza. Well, guess what? They would pour on two more goals in the middle stanza. That that color commentator, can you play the beginning of that again? He sounds so sad with a, wow. Pass for Wyatt Johnson and behind Wolfe Hintz came in front. They couldn't clear and they score. Wow. He's, wow, wow. he's so sad about it? what just happened. And holy smokes, you're right. Our internet is dying right up here. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> See, I uh, I get it. I get it. All right. Did you guys get in on this game? Did you at least get a chance to watch the second period where they scored not one, not two, not three, but four goals? I got really upset after Suter uh, lost the puck behind yes, the net. you sent me a text to start. Well, and here's the thing. Bruce Suter, Hall of Famer. Uh, no, it was Ryan Suter. He... When I was, I remember he did that during was it the Minnesota series? He he messed up pretty badly, and we were like, "Evan Suter." And then we go where I'm at the game against the Knights, and Suter didn't have a great night, and there were people sitting. There were three like 16 year old girls sitting behind me, and that's all they did all night was cuss Suter and just how like oh. how bad he was, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like they they're in, intense hockey fans here. And then so I flip it on. I'm watching the game, and all of a sudden, Suter does his thing, and I'm like, "We're done for." Because it was both. I think at that, that point, both of them were shorthanded goals against us, and I was like, "Dad, gum it." Uh, I mean, they were on the uh, Detroit play. was on the power play, and it, it stunk. But I probably should have stuck with it a little bit longer because I was like, "Oh man, man Suter." If you like special teams hockey, this was the game the for you because. Detroit scored three power play goals, and also the Stars' first goal was via the power play. But a couple of important things coming out of this game is, well, that's just the second time the Red Wings have lost in regulation in their last 10 games. But probably more importantly, Dallas on their four-game road trip went 2-1-1, and in their last six road games, they are 4 
one and one. So they've been looking good on the road, beat a team that had just been playing really well and had an emphatically dominant second period to put it away because obviously the third period wasn't particularly good. The penalty kill wasn't particularly good, but you got the job done. Yeah. That's, and Ottinger that, was I was just about fine. to ask how you're feeling about Ottinger. I'm not feeling like uh, he's a world saver right now no. by any means. And I don't know if, I don't know if it's continued health. Like, you know, we were talking with Grant Williams yesterday and he's like, look, uh, at this point, everybody's 50%, you know, and I don't know if it's continued something that's going to nag him all season <laughs> Or if he's if there's something else going on. Look, it's tough when the penalty kill in front of you is not giving particularly up the booty. a yes. Okay, I was going to say not particularly encouraging, but that is probably a more direct way of eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Do you like not particularly encouraging or giving up the booty as an explanation of the Stars' power play penalty kill? I have a feeling. Where this direct where this is gonna go, but we'll see. Yeah. Ben, Marchment, Lindell all scored for Dallas, who by the way, they own Detroit. 4-0-3 in their last seven games against Detroit. But I wanted to talk about one player in particular, unless y'all still want to talk more about the game in general, which is fine as well. I missed the game. I'm sorry. I forgot so they What played. has happened to your Stars fans? My. Uh, my son had a basketball game last night, and I forgot to check. I watched the Mavs get hammered by Boston, and I just wasn't into local sports yesterday. See, I'm curious about that. I can understand that. that. I, but I would think with Mike, because of the frustration level he gets with the Mavs, that would push him more and more into the Stars, and he's like, I know what this Mavs team is. They're number eight seed. They're, they're done. No, I just, I forgot. I, I just, I haven't, my brain hasn't gone into, hey, when are the next three okay. Dallas Stars games and who are who are they playing? I almost feel like I need 105.3 the fan to tell me the day that they're playing and then, or the day before they're playing and tell me this is a good matchup. They're playing Winnipeg or they're playing Colorado or that, you know what I'm saying? They're yeah. playing Las Vegas. This is a, this is one of those ones where you want to see where do you match up now? Yeah, no. Okay. I, I understand that. So the player I specifically wanted to talk about was Rope Hint. I'm He's glad you're 24. bringing this up because I specifically wanted to, oh, to ask questions about him as well. Okay. What questions do you have or where he, would you like to start? Is he having his best season right now? Because when it comes to points right now, he's somewhere in like the top 30, I do believe, uh, for, for points. He's got like 45 points. He's in the top 30 in the league right now. We know that the dude is a blast of a skater. Right. Uh, more healthy than than, we're, than right now right. than typical. And so is is this is he on pace for his best season at the moment? See, I think I might argue yes. Okay. Because while the defense is still, let's say, mediocre, I will say his defense is mediocre with the potential to be above average. Yeah. But if you're looking at him as a player offensively, and in transition, top, top, top notch. Just take a look at the last six games. You know, we talked about they went two, one, and one on the road. In the Stars' last six games, Hintz has had two or more points in four of them. So he's been a, yes. a very consistent offensive presence. And obviously, you're looking for him more for offense than defense. I feel like that goes without saying. But if you're looking for him to potentially be to be a good, well-rounded player, I think he is pretty well-rounded. He can be better defensively, but he is putting up points at a better rate 
than, or at least an equivalent rate than the past two seasons. So the last two years, yeah, 72 and 75. And with the okay. remaining games on the schedule, Kevin, he's at 45 right now. I think he can eclipse that. Uh, I think okay. that's a, that's in, a, in the realm of possibility, and that might just be where he kind of lands. Again, that's in the top 30 of the league. It's, you're right there in that range of being one of those guys. I kind of would love to see him take another leap because – I think there are four in like the top forty-five, uh, and that's like Pavelski and oh, Robertson point scores? and 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 hence there's one other. I'm trying to. I'll have to look again. So I think there's about four there for the stars. I would like to see something push that up in like the top. You know, have a few more of those. Like Vancouver, it feels like they got three in the top twenty. Sure. You know, and I, I would or kinda... have somebody that leads the league by <laughs> seven thousand points. Yeah, and that would be that would be nice. But I, yeah, yeah. I've always liked the the what hints adds because the dude can fly as a skater, and the way that he enters the zone, the way they set him up, the way uh, Haskinen sets him up is just it's impressive. It's fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to argue that he's an elite level skater who's elite on offense and especially elite in transition, which is something that probably doesn't get like as much attention. Duchesne's also up there with Pavel. That makes sense. I I would make an argument that he is in all of those categories, which is probably good too, because he is signed to a ginormous deal. And thus far, how many teams sign long-term deals that you pretty quickly learn to regret? Now, you still have a few more years before you would hopefully even be in that territory. But at least early on, it looks like getting all of the money didn't immediately take away his drive or anything like that, which is always a concern. Does it? Do you feel like most hockey players, like their, their drive for the cup is different? Am I wrong about this? What do you mean? It just feels like it looks, when they win the championship, it looks sweeter. It looks sweeter to them, and maybe it's just maybe as it's just opposed me. to other sports. Yeah, and maybe it's because it's, there's such a physical nature of it. I know football is very physical too, and I guess basketball. We've had some really great, epic, you know, trophy moments when they're kissing the trophy. We've seen Kobe, we've seen Jordan's, you know, classic moments. It just I don't know. There's something about the cup, yeah, and the way that those guys, as they've gone through everything they went through the season. It just seems a little sweeter for them. I mean, I would argue they don't care as much because they waste time shaking hands before they get to Oh, my cover. gosh. That's I'm a good just kidding. Point. I'm kidding. They're I'm always kidding. like, hey, let's have the... And everybody's like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. Show of classmanship or whatever. Now, classmanship? Class, classy sportsmanship. Okay. Okay. I like that. Thank you. Now, potential other good news for the stars. I heard it- Woolchuck create the word evolutionized yesterday. So I thought that was cool. Oh, I kind of like that. <laughs> Is potential- it sounds like a real word. <laughs> evolutionized? He, yeah, he evolutionized the sport. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, but it's not. That's, so, it's not a word? Uh-huh. I think, I think you could revolutionize something, right? but not evolutionize. That's when, like, Amoeba used to play the sport, <laughs> and then we took over. Oh, like where we started from? Uh-huh. Some of them turned into chickens. Uh-huh. Some of them turned into elephants. Some right. of them turned Evolutionize into is a word. They can't play hockey. To cause or to undergo change by means of evolution. So there you go. Oh, evolutionize man. is a thing. I want to see that more in everyday life. Excuse me. Do you know how much I've evolutionized over these last couple of years? Thank you very much. Potential other good news for the stars. Well, first of all, we have new words. Also, Rope is playing well. They're playing well on the road. And they got the win last night. Is looks like Miro is going to hopefully play in one of these next two games. Now, I was at the game. He got hurt. Colorado you can't go to game. games anymore. You're never oh, allowed to no. go to a game again. He got knocked into the goal. It's like he scored a goal. He like took out. Yeah, uh, that's right. That was Wedgewood one. And you knew pretty straight away that 
that looked bad, right? Yes. That's what I thought. It, when you're there in live action, you're like, ooh, that was... But it seems like hockey players, to me, never get hurt. Like, they're like, I'll skate off the ice. I'm like, sure. I think that dude just tore his ACL and has a broken shin, and he's still skating off the ice. Right, right. Um, So when they showed the replay and you saw kind of his leg get caught up underneath him, you're like, that does not look comfortable at all. Now, I believe the Stars only have two more games before the All-Star break, both at home, Anaheim and Washington, and Jim Nill echoed the sentiments that they believe that Miro will play in one of these next two games. So it is good news going into the all-star break that looks like Miro's coming back. Obviously we talked about Ottinger is coming back. They're playing well on the road. Trading for McDavid from what I'm hearing. I, that's not, I don't know if that's going to happen. Conceive of a way if Wayne which, Gretzky can go from Edmonton to LA, then Connor McDavid can go from Edmonton to Dallas. Do we know if Connor McDavid has a wife who really wants to oh, be a that, movie star? Oh, is that Wayne Gretzky's That deal? was not all of it, but that was part of it. And then there were four. The other thing that works against the stars or any other team in this instance is hockey is pretty well accepted across the country now. That was another thing is they were like, hey, Wayne Gretzky will pick up hockey on the okay. West Coast. And I mean, he was they were right about that. Connor McDavid will pick up hockey. And the we should trade for the Colorado uh, Avalanche's best player. He's way better than anything we have. I do not want to start. Well, we used to have one of their best players and he just didn't want to play here is I do not want anybody to think that we're starting the idea <laughs> that Connor McDavid is going to be traded. And I'm from not, what I'm I also not hear, starting that at all. Another topic, but from what I understand, Giannis wants to come to Dallas. Oh, it's no. why he fired Adrian You Griffin. haven't heard Giannis wants to come to Dallas or McKinnon or McDavid. I did hear that. No, not I did. besides from Mike. You have not heard that I was listening to a radio else. show today. You, no, you didn't. You're on the show. Well, Giannis must not be happy in Milwaukee. Why not Dallas? He's like, I'm tired of this cheese and cream. Because they're called yeah. the Cream City. Yeah, they had a jersey that said Cream City on it. We Because the bricks are all cream colored. That's why. Because of all the snow. Is that why? Because like, What snow. if it is red brick, but they're just like, it looks like cream to me. And that's why you think Milwaukee's <laughs> called the Cream City? Is that I've, right? I've never been to Milwaukee. So you don't, really? So you don't? You no. can't all possibly the years of baseball. You never got I played the against Brewers. the Brewers, but I never played at Hold Milwaukee. <laughs> Just real quick, are you also insinuating that if you haven't been to a place, you can't possibly learn anything about that place? I have not Googled why are they the Cream City. I, I, everybody has cows. Yeah, and they and they don't. Not in Milwaukee. It's too cold for cows, right? Those are a little further. I out, don't know outside of the town. I feel That's, like cattle's are here. Or cattle. Yeah. I don't need to double. You don't. But they have. It. But Wisconsin has a lot of cheese, so they got to have some cows. They're just importing the milk. Yeah. Oh, and maybe that's we're why still it. on the air. We'll look it up off air then. We're the KNC masterpiece. That's right why they're here. the Cream City. They're an, they're an importer right of here. Still because they're milk. bricks on. <laughs> 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, I don't know. It's supposed to be baseball right. nuggets. Who can say for sure what will happen next? MLB Network is having their top 10 minor league prospects at each, each position. Or cow talk. Or cow talk. Is that, if that's what you or, want, we can do that. I'll no, look it up right now. No, it's not. Where are it. the Rangers on these lists? Good. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Classmanship. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. And right now, it's time. You know what? It's time for this. Let's play cut number four. And then we'll go to Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassick. 3-0. and Here's the pinch. Swing and a hard hit ball. Inside third. Base hit. Down the left field line. Mazzara gets to third. Adrian going to second. He's got a double for 3,000. Baseball Nuggets brought to you by Twin Peaks Eats Drinks and Scenic Views. Yes, that was an awesome day. I was lucky enough to video that moment uh, in the press cool. box. Not press box, but in the radio booth. Uh, with Matt Hicks calling it, Eric Nadell was right there, and Jared Sandler was with me and Cal and Jake watching that historic moment and caught it on video. That was one of those things. I don't like going to games and videoing anything. I'm like, Same. it's on television. I can go back and watch it. But in that moment, having my kids on a video kind of celebrating, they are not. They were young enough that they're not really remembering that okay. being there. But when they, I show them the video, they can kind of like, oh, yeah, I remember kind of being there for that moment. Um, yeah. And I remember it wasn't a sellout, not saying that 3,000 is a tough one because you don't know he's going to get that hit. But once again, it was at the ballpark, and I believe that was in July-ish. This is probably so, 68,000 degrees, too. I do miss this, though. When you played the highlight earlier of a moment where Beltre hits number 400 uh, into center field, I wish we still had green grass in center. Not well. I wish we had green grass in all the field, but I wish we had. We still had the what do they call it? Greens Hill. Yes. I still I miss Greens Hill, and I know it's impossible. There's a brick wall behind it. You can't really change that. But I would like somehow, some way for that. that, I don't know. That was just a a unique feature. You still think about that one kid running out there ahead of everybody trying to get that home run ball? Yeah. Well, they showed a highlight the other day when. MLB Network started because they just hit their, I think, 15th anniversary uh, of having the television station. And one of the plays early was a dude on a dead sprint on Greens Hill catches the ball moving from right to left, makes an unbelievable catch, catches it, and in one motion plants his feet and wings it to second base. Yes, yeah, and they were like, "This is one of wow. the like the first year of MLB Network. This was one of the memorable moments. Some dude in a Rangers red jersey or a Rangers red T shirt, just making an awesome play <laughs> on the move, and then planting his feet like he was the center fielder and just winging it back, it back into the infield. That's awesome. I don't know if he got thrown out of the game or not, but it was an awesome moment. They gave him a tryout. Yeah, you can throw it back. All right, so. Right now, we've been doing the top 10 list. It's yes. been delayed because of the Hall of Fame. If you don't know, Adrian Beltre with 95.1% of the vote gets into the Hall of Fame very easily. That's going to be an awesome moment on July 21st Just that about, he gets into the Hall of and Fame. And we said this earlier, Mike, only the 19th player ever to get 95% or more. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and... That is amazing. I didn't know what he was going to be at yesterday. Where we at? He was at ninety eight percent publicly. He dropped pretty hard. So did Sheffield. There. Yeah. You can see why some of these people did not want their ballots published. Okay, so there's top tens though that are out right now, and it's almost over in the minor leagues. They have done right-handed pitchers, left-handed pitchers, catcher, first base, second base, third base, and today was shortstop. 
Okay. So I want to ask you this question. They're going to do outfielders tomorrow. So we know that's where the Rangers are going to dominate a list. On all these lists, there are no Rangers except for one. And that is Abimelech Ortiz. Abby. His nickname is Abby Ortiz. He is a first baseman who had a great minor league season last year. He's the number four rated first baseman in all of the minor leagues. He's six foot, 230 pounds. He did go to the Arizona Fall League and played only in 12 games this year. But last year, when he played in A ball and high A ball, he had 33 home runs in 109 games, 101 RBIs, batted 294 with a 990 OPS. Wow. And he is, I believe, 21. Let me go up here. Yes, he's he's about to turn 22. He'll be 22 this year. I called up Jared Sandler, and I said, hey, Jared, tell me about this guy, because obviously I don't know much about him. And he says he thinks he's going to start off in double-A. Obviously, things can change, but most likely, if you're going to go to Frisco Rough Riders games, this will probably be the guy you want to follow and watch. And it says his ETA. Obviously, this can change, but they're saying his ETA is he plays in the minors this whole season and could be ready to be the Rangers' first baseman in 2025. Okay. So if you're wondering, we had a discussion six to eight weeks ago about Nate Lowe. It might have been less than that, but it was a while back that we had a discussion about Nate Lowe and how first baseman numbers have gone down tremendously in Major League Baseball. The power numbers, the OPS, and maybe it'll get brought back up. So, yes, Nate Lowe needs to have a better year in 2024 offensively than he did in 2023. But when you looked around baseball, offensive numbers were down at first base this last year. So, if you're wondering who could be a replacement for... Nate Lowe. I'm not saying to replace him anytime soon, but this is your one guy on the list. I throw it to you guys. Are you concerned at all that right-handed pitching, left-handed pitching, catcher, first, second, third, short, that there's only one guy on top 10 lists for the Texas Rangers? Yes, and this, I, I will say, this is not just a this year thing. Is don't you feel like historically, or maybe not historically, let's say the past 10 to 15 years, the best Rangers prospects have been at the lowest levels. And you're like, man, yeah. if you Pitching look especially. Yeah, if you look at high A, nobody's got a better high A than the Rangers. And you're like, awesome. Well, how is that going to translate in the next two to three years? And then usually you see them go from a, hey, they're a one or two starter to, hey, they're a five or a bullpen. And like that's I've always been concerned about that. Yeah, like even with like Brock Porter, I'm excited about Brock Porter's future, but He's at the level that he's pitched at. It's like you just said. He could drop down to a, well, he might be more of a fourth guy than anything. So I think one of the lists that I looked at, which was interesting to me, that came out today or last night, is the top 10 shortstop prospects. Obviously, that's the number one premium position in baseball, where it seems like now not only do your best, best athletes play at, but also one of your best hitters. For the most part, most teams now, their shortstop is batting somewhere between one through four in their yeah. lineup. And 20 years ago, yes, you did have Jeter and A-Rod and Nomar, and they were doing those things. But a lot of times, like when I played with Ray Ordonez, great defensive shortstop for the New York Mets. But he would bat low in the lineup because it was such a defensive position that you were okay with having a shortstop batting 7th, 8th, or ninth because you're like, he's there primarily for defense 
and we'd love for him to contribute offensively. Times have changed where your shortstop, Corey Seager right. type of a guy, you're like, we really need him to be not only a good defensive player, but arguably one of your three best offensive players. So this is a position I look at, and the thing that I go, oh, Look, hindsight's twenty twenty. We all wanted Jack Leiter in this room. Yes, we did. Yeah. And I'm not giving up on Jack Leiter and yet. Rocker. I, I, I still can't believe we got both. Yeah. In and that draft. And then we got Rocker the next year. Is the top 10 shortstops in baseball. Number three from Dallas Jesuit, who's going to probably be the starting shortstop this year for the Arizona Diamondbacks, Jordan Lawler. He was picked, I believe, sixth overall in that draft. The Rangers had the second overall pick. Number five shortstop on this list, who will probably be the starting shortstop for the uh, Boston Red Sox this year, is Marcelo Meyer. So there's two guys right now that are ready to contribute in the big leagues in 2024 as an everyday premium position shortstop. And they were high school guys. And I felt like one of the things that we thought, too, is the Rangers need so much help so quick with their pitching staff. You can draft these college guys that are college pitchers, and they are going to be one and a half years away from contributing in your starting rotation. And now you're looking at it. And I I do think Jack Leiter is going to make the major leagues this year. I really do. I don't know as a starting pitcher. I do think he finds his way, my opinion, and only my opinion. I think he finds his way into the bullpen in 2024 for the Texas Rangers. But when you start looking at a couple of shortstops, we were talking about going into the 2021 draft, and we decided, and the Rangers did too, Yeah, let's take a college pitcher, less of a risk over a high school shortstop. Well, these two high school shortstops have developed pretty well, pretty quickly, and are on their ETA to be starting shortstops in the major leagues this year, while Jack Leiter right now, has struggled to develop. Kumar Rocker is injured. He was the next year. And remember that Kumar Rocker thing, nobody thought we were taking him number three. That was a two-for-one with Scott Boris. That was Scott Boris making sure Brock Porter, when I talked to uh, my scout who signed me, Jim Stevenson, who is with the Houston Astros, they had to take him completely off the board, Brock Porter, uh, at number 28, 29. So like we knew how much money he needed and that's not slotted for our pick. And so Boris worked out a deal. We will take this much below slot at number three to make sure my guy, the next pick you have is fourth round, but you're going to pay him mid first round money. Cause I'm giving you that money through Kumar rocker. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.